Hello, world. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Unblocked Podcast. My name is Jessica Smaro, and I will be your host. I'm a recent transplant from the Midwestern Plains of Iowa to the South Texas blazes of San Antonio. I have an amazing husband, Joseph Smaro, and I'm blessed with four bonus children ranging from ages 8 to 20, three boys and one girl. So that was a brief intro to me, but please know that we will get awkwardly intimate throughout our time together. So why am I doing this podcast, you might ask? Well, this year a thing happened. I turned 39, and I started 39 in a not-so-great space mentally and emotionally. I was feeling blocked, I was feeling uncentered, and I wasn't feeling like myself. I made a commitment that when I stepped into 40, I would be in a different place in my life. So I took action. In the first week of being 39, I said yes to all the things. A tattoo? Sure, I hadn't had a tattoo before, but that seemed like something appropriate to make massive changes in life. Um, I was gifted the opportunity for free laser hair removal. Never done that before, but why not? Uh, We had invitations to do social events on a Sunday afternoon. Now, that last one might sound like not a big deal to most people, but I lived a traditionally um, structured life, and Sundays were reserved for transitioning back into the workplace. Uh, But that's probably a whole nother episode of its own. So I'd lived the majority of my 39 years thinking, believing, and acting on the idea that adding and doing and achieving, arranging people and circumstances, etc., that that's what would bring me joy and happiness, fulfillment, the sense of centeredness and uh, knowing that inner peace that I was looking for. I thought that I needed to arrange things in my external world to bring that to me. However, I remembered that about six years ago, I was introduced to a spiritual practice that espoused the idea that it's already here. That which I am seeking is already within me. I just have to remove the blocks to the awareness of its presence. And removing the blocks helps us show up in the world in a much more effective way. When we have a clear path to our inner truth, we show up um, as moms, dads, spouses, partners, employees, employers, community members, leaders, etc. We show up in a much more effective way and in a higher quality manner when we can get the blocks out of the way and stay true to who we are. Um, in the book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, there's an excerpt that says, the real problem is that there's something inside of you that can have a problem with almost anything. So the first step is to address that part of you, to break the habit of thinking that the solution to our problems is to rearrange the things in the outer world. That's the block, right? We believe that if I just uh, get the right job, if I just do parenting perfectly, if I just lose 20 pounds or whatever it looks like for you, if that happens, then life will be good. Then I'll be at peace. Then I'll be happy. But that's the farce that the real problem is that there's something inside of us that seems to have so many problems with the outside world. So we try to make changes, right? We change our job, we change relationships, we have breakups, divorces, we change the way we look, we change our hair color, whatever it is, we try to make our lives better from the outside. And maybe sometimes that works, but it's usually temporary. So we think that 
more money, better jobs, all of those things that will bring us what we're seeking. And it turns out it's just an intermediary. So the only permanent solution to our problem is to go inside and let go of that part of us that seems to have so many problems with outer reality. So we have to let go, let go, let go, let go. Uh, And those seem like small, those are very small words, let go. Three letters, two letters, let go. Small words, big meaning, big practice. And sometimes it can be hard to conceptualize, like, what does it mean to let go? We talk about that a lot. Just let it go. Beatles, let it go, let it be. But what does that really mean? Well, that's what we're going to unpack in this podcast. We're going to figure out how do we let go of those blocks that we create in our lives that prevent us from feeling the way we want to feel, prevent us from showing up how we want to show up, prevent us from having the relationships we want to have, prevent us from feeling that inner peace, inner knowing, inner certainty that we're all looking for. And one of the things, going back to uh, the Untethered Soul book, one of the quotes I loved from that book is when he says, nothing is worth closing your heart over. We've all gotten scared. We've all been hurt. We've all experienced burnout. And the more we allow that to become the response, we get hurt, we get pricked, we get angry, and we just shut down. And instead of letting go, letting go, letting go, we hold on to that. And if you think of it like um, our arteries, right? If we have a lot of cholesterol, we get things blocked up and there can't it can't flow through. That's what happens when we hold on to things. When we shut down and close our heart thinking that we're protecting ourselves, we're actually doing the opposite. And recently uh, in uh, a book club, and and for those of you who've been in a book club, let's be honest, the book club is like the adult equivalent of a play date, right? We schedule time to come together to quote unquote talk about a book and we may read the book, but really we get together to catch up, to chat, to probably drink some wine, have some good food. And anyway, we were having book club night and we were doing our traditional check-in circle around and everyone chatting about the week and how things are going. And one of the members was talking about um, feeling really blocked and just feeling like, you know, the inability to feel, the inability to think, the inability to allow creativity to to flow through and just feeling really shut down. And, and that's what it, that's what happens when we keep closing our heart. So in my infinite wisdom, I said, hey, you just need Drano. We just need that. What is the equivalent of experiential, spiritual, mental, emotional Drano? So rest assured, uh, for her birthday that year, she did receive a Drano delivery uh, to her house uh, in representation of the reminder that we have to let go. We have to do those things that flush out our system, that flush out the blocks. Whatever that may look like, again, it's going to look like a lot of different things, and we're going to unpack that throughout our time in this podcast, um, finding that um, experiential Drano for our life. So I want to also bring us to a quote from the late Wayne Dyer when he said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I want us to think back. I'm hoping you all have remember these, but I remember when I was younger, there were those little kiosks in the mall and they would have those posters that looked like, from afar, it looked like nothing, but you would stand in front of it, maybe 12 inches away, you'd stand in front of it and you would keep looking at it and you and stare at it until an image of a ship or a lion or a, a landscape revealed itself. 
Hopefully you all know what I'm talking about. Um, But I think that's a great uh, kind of analogy or metaphor for life. In that situation, nothing changed with the poster. The poster stayed the same, but something changed within us, which changed the experience. So if we look at something and we can change our perspective, something reveals itself, something changes in that um, and, and creates a clearer picture or creates an idea or an inspiration. And so I think it's a great metaphor for this idea that we don't have to change the things in our outer world to change our inner landscape or to, to say it a different way, um, changing those things in our outer world um, is often going to only lead to a temporary change in our inner landscape. So throughout this podcast, I want us to think about how would we show up differently in the world if we were clear, clear free and clear of mental clutter? Like whatever that looks like for you, you need to do it right? Whatever it would like, how would we be in this world if we weren't blocked up by ideas of inadequacy, the fear-based thoughts of I'm not good enough. Um, I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself. I can't ever do this right. No one's going to love me. I'll only be acceptable if I can achieve this or do this, or look a certain way, if I get this done perfectly. If those blocks weren't in our way, how would we show up in the world? What would you do? And really take some time to, you know, pause this podcast or at the end of the podcast, pause and get your journal out, get a piece of paper, get a pen and write that out. How would I show up in the world differently if I was free and clear from all those mental blocks? Because again, whatever that looks like, we need you to do it. You need you to do it. Your loved ones need you to do it. The world needs you to do it. I heard uh, in an interview with Brene Brown and Glennon, Glennon Doyle Smith, I say her first name like we're on a first name basis, (laughs) but Glennon said, there's no such thing as one way liberation. Living liberated creates permission for others to do the same. When we free ourselves, we automatically free everyone around us. So when we stand in our truths, when we can clear all the blocks and be authentically, vulnerably, and a hundred percent ourselves, we act in a way that creates space for others to do the same, right? I remember sitting um, on the beach in Mexico in, uh, at a yoga retreat, and I was around all of these women who had, they were high-achieving women and smart and creative, but the thing that was most striking to me about them was they were all just unapologetically and comfortably themselves. And for a young woman at the time, I was, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, and, to, and, and it had taken that long for me to see out in the wild actual women being themselves and embracing it. And I fell in love with it. I was like, okay, yes, I need that. And watching them live in that way, watching them speak in that way, watching them act from their place of, of truth and wholeness, it felt like a permission slip. Like I had been given permission to do the same. And also I saw that, hey, this actually looks pretty good. You know, living your truth, living unapologetically who you are looks pretty cool. Um, And so again, just that reminder that for us to get there, it doesn't require us to do anything out there. We don't have to add anything else. It's actually a subtraction problem. If we can remove all that clutter, 
we get to the truth. And I think that's why for those who out th- out there who maybe are meditators or we have mindfulness practices, a value of that is if we think of our head as a container, doing meditation or mindfulness or whatever it is that gets you into the present moment, taking some time to intentionally like empty the recycle bin of your mind, right? Empty it out, remove all of the distractions, all of the blocks so that we can be in a place to receive. We can hear the inspiration, we can hear guidance, and we can be in a place to receive and move from there. So to get there though, sometimes we have to do the hard things, right? We have to courageously look at our fears. We have to take risks. We have to do perhaps wildly unfamiliar things like put ourselves first, love ourselves, speak our truths. And that may be um, unfamiliar. It may feel uncomfortable. It may feel terrifying. Perhaps we would rather live um, a miserable life (laughs) hiding behind all of the blocks to avoid having to do that which feels unfamiliar and uncomfortable. But again, we're going to walk through that journey together. Hopefully this podcast, we're going to bring people on who are living their unblocked lives. They're going to share some of the ways, the strategies that they use in their life to get past those hurdles, get past those barriers, get past the fears to step into their truth. Because the only way to achieve like lasting and meaningful changes is through self-acceptance, right? So all of those fear things are often, you know, it takes, the fear takes on different outfits. It, you know, these blocks take on vic- different outfits and how it shows up in our life. But a lot of times, if we're not living in our truth, if we're not living to our fullest potential, if our relationships don't look the way that we want them to look, if we don't have the job of choice, if we don't, if we feel um, some scarcity around finances, whatever it is, if we kind of peel away those things that are getting in our way of getting there, a lot of times underneath and behind all of that is um, lack of self worth, self-acceptance, self-love. And if self-love feels like too far of a reach right now, maybe then what we're going for is self-acceptance. So we're trying to change habits, change belief, change uh, whatever it is in your life. And the sort of um, paradox or the contradiction or seemingly contradictory um, issue at hand is that the only way to achieve lasting, meaningful change is to start from a place of self-acceptance. So we're often doing all these things. We often think, yeah, I need to I need to change this habit. I need to stop drinking soda. I need to stop doing drugs. I need to lose weight. And we think if we make that change, then we're going to get to that place of self-acceptance. And the trick is we have to start there first. And part of the reason, I think, is that greatness comes from self-acceptance because we'll take greater risks right? Like if our self-worth and our self-love isn't tethered to the outcome, then we're willing to be more creative. We're willing to act big. We're willing to take chances because we know that if we take those chances and it doesn't turn out the way that we wanted it to, it's all good. Our self-worth and our value, we know it's not, it's not hinged on that. It's not contingent on that. Um, and, and, the, and again, for those of you who have had external achievement, we know that external achievement without inner work falls short 100% of the time. It's temporary at best. And if maybe um, 
I think it was Jim Carrey who did, I think it was a commitment commencement speech. And it's on YouTube. If you haven't heard it, you can go listen. But he made a comment that, um, you know, he wishes that everyone could have financial wealth, right? They, they could have millions of dollars, whatever that wealth would look like for you, that everyone could have it because then they would realize that's not where it's at. Right. So we spend so much time, we, you know, long hours at the office, sometimes to the detriment of our physical health, to our marriages, to our families. And we're trying to people please and perform and get everything just right, thinking that's going to get us that, that carrot, that thing that's out there. And once I have that, then I'm going to be okay. Then I'm going to feel good. Then I'm going to demonstrate to the world that I'm good enough. But as we are going to talk about in this podcast, it's the, inverse right we got to start first with ourselves start inside do the inner world work and then we can make much better choices about how we show up in the world it's beautiful it's freeing it's exciting so as i sort of touched on you know sometimes living that unblocked free life means doing things that are unpopular Um, which can be especially uncomfortable for my fellow people pleasers out there. Raise your hand. I am a self-proclaimed people pleaser. However, I am actively in recovery from this affliction. But it's insidious. It sneaks up all the time. Um, Just to call myself out, you guys, I will tell you that even doing the artwork for this podcast, for example, um, I found myself feeling bad for asking the graphic designer to make edits and revisions. Now, to be clear, I had hired this graphic designer to one, do the artwork, and two, I had paid for a certain number of revisions. So the expectation should be that there might be revisions, but I would find myself um, like truly having this inner monologue of just mental drama around like, was I being too demanding? Am I asking too much? Do all the other users choose the first iteration of the artwork? Um, which again, this is a situation that sounds a bit ludicrous and a little bit silly, but these are the things we're talking about. I'm talking about like, these are the things that get in our way, right? The people pleasing stuff that we were spending so much time trying to guess what other people want or need from us or think that they need from us. And that somehow if I can just win that guessing game and get it right, that if I could please all of the people, then somehow I'm going to feel better on the inside. And it's just, it's silly. I mean, when when I think about it and I say it out loud, it's silly, right? Like I know that there can never be something that somebody on the outside is going to do that can truly um, bring that like lasting change on the inside. And the inverse is true as well, right? We give a, we give away a lot of power to people in our world, people and circumstances and events that something goes wrong or somebody says a harsh word and we absolutely turn over our power over our feelings and our emotions. Um, and we don't have to do that. We can really, our brains are um, these amazing m- machines Um, that can do great things for us. But when we leave that machine left um, unsupervised, it it can go rogue and it it falls back to some of our primitive brain things. And we'll go into that more in depth in a separate episode. But but the the point I want to make here is that um, 
we our brain has a lot of capacity and there's a lot of things that we can do to stay on that capacity to direct it towards what we want to direct it towards to direct it in towards ways that are useful meaningful and get the outcomes in our life that we want and so also as i'm thinking about this idea of like what does it mean to get unblocked sometimes that means saying the things out loud and uh, i think it was again Brene Brown, I think I've already brought her um, up once, but I heard her in an interview say, you know, when somebody asked her, like, why do you think people respond to you so profoundly? You know, like people have had, you know, they have strong reactions to Brene Brown. She has millions of views on YouTube. And the question was, why do you think people um, like you so much? You know, what is it about you? And she said, you know, first she's like, I don't know. But she's, then she got to this place that she said, I think what it is, is that I say out loud those things that are normally relegated to our secret shame lives, right? Like she's willing to say the stuff, like she's willing to take her insides and put it on the outside, right? And she says the things that we're all like, oh yeah, me too. Yes, same here. Like I, I know that feeling. I know that thought. I've been there. And it made me think of, Glennon Doyle, again, uh, in her book, The Love Warrior, she had responded to, I think it was, you know, some sort of social media post that said, here, you know, like answer all of these questions about yourself. And she went deep and she told the truth and she said the things and the response was like, um, we don't, we don't really talk about that here. We don't say those things out loud. But you guys, we need to, because the other thing one of those brilliant ladies said is that we are all truth tellers. We are all truth tellers. And so whether we use our words and express it in a healthy way and in an effective way, our truth is going to come out. And if we don't do it intentionally, and if we don't do it mindfully, it's going to come out in wonky ways. It's going to come out in self-sabotage. It's going to come out in relationship sabotage. It's going to come out with addiction. It's going to come out all kinds of ways. Um, So what I hope to do with this podcast is introduce some ideas and ways that we can get unblocked and we can process those things that need to be processed and we can do it in a way that's healthy, that achieves the outcomes that we want and ultimately translates to achieving the inner landscape that we want. So through this podcast, we are going to explore the journey together of self-evolution or, or perhaps more accurately, self-re-evolution because it's really just dialing back into the truth of who we are. Like everything that we want, it is already inside of us. We just have to excavate. We just have to remove the blocks to get to that truth, to get to the self uh, and fall in love with what we find there. So I'm excited for the journey we are about to take together. I'm hopeful that this podcast can be the draino that we need to achieve mental, emotional, and spiritual uh, enlightenment and happiness. So let's get unblocked together. Thank you.